Talk Back Matters from the Salvos. What makes a good leader? And can we all be good leaders? Claire's goal is to be a great leader. She's Operations Manager for Salvos Counselling and other specialist services, and she shares brief insights drawing on a Harvard University model on leaders. And I think uh, this can be adapted into leadership as a parent as well. Um, I think the qualities that a good leader needs to have, first and foremost, is actually adaptability. Um, and flexibility. Um, We work in different places with different people and different teams, and we need to be able to be flexible to meet the needs of those teams and provide them with what they need, rather than maintaining a specific role all of the time. Um, So that, for me, is the biggest and most important. That's interesting because um, I'm thinking that most people would think a leader is someone who wants other people to adapt and other people to be flexible to what he is or she is saying. So I come from a particular school of thought on leadership, which is um, adaptive leadership, which is a Harvard model, which I'm trying very hard to put into practice. Um, And that actually talks about the places that we lead being systems, whether that be a family system or an, an organizational system. And actually what we need to do to help a system to change is to work out what it needs and then be that. Yeah. Um, So actually that's where the, for me, the thought of adaptability being the most important thing comes in because there's no point in me providing my team in Salvo's counselling with with direction when if that's what they already have, but what they actually need to get there is something else. So I do see things from a slightly different perspective, I think. And quite revolutionary, actually, kind of... uh... Well, it was something that I travelled from New Zealand to Australia to do. What sort of temperament does a good leader need to have? Uh, I think that uh, the most important thing about a leadership temperament is someone who is very self-aware. If, as a leader, you will get challenged and we all make mistakes and sometimes we will get a little hot under the collar. I think the most important thing for us is that we're able to reflect on that, notice ourselves, when we are getting into that um, space, and to be honest about it. Because if we look at the four temperaments that Dr. Tim LaHaye talks about, the choleric, the sanguine, the melancholy, and the phlegmatic, he suggests that cholerics have what it takes to be a good leader. They're strong. They don't have that sensitivity. Yeah, but then there's uh, there's some more recent research that looks at um, board membership. And uh, they've looked at that. So they, those those other more softer traits that would be maybe considered more feminine. And what they've actually found is that boards that have female representation on them actually have better decision-making and better results. So a good balance is probably better than one or the other. Yeah, a good balance. I like that. And uh, I do think that there are lots of different types of leaders and that different leaders flourish in different environments. I would go back to say I do think adaptability is absolutely key. Um, I do think good communication skills has to be up there all of the time because you can't lead without um, communicating whatever your mission or your purpose. Yeah. Can you unpack what you mean by the adaptability that you spoke about? Adaptability in that context, I think for me, um, it's part of the process of leadership. So Coming into this role that I'm in now, I had to come in and I had to do my investigation and learn about everything that was going on. So I had to find out what was going on and try and work out how the system worked. And then from there, I had to try and adjust myself 
to to provide what not just individuals but some teams needed and what they needed differently at different times. So sometimes it's better for me to sit back and let them do their own work. Sometimes I need to take some authority uh, and make decisions for them um, because they're struggling with it. Um, sometimes, uh, you know, you want you want to be more authoritative, and sometimes you don't. The it isn't um, that easy to an answer a question, I don't think. Yeah. But it's also acknowledging that, you know, when you are in a position of leadership, people will often defer to you when, when actually sometimes good leadership is deferring that then back and growing other people. Uh, I think that sometimes as leaders, uh, one of the most difficult things to manage is that um, we will never have everybody doing things in exactly the way that we would like them done. So accepting people are on their own um, journey and their own, and they're they're at their own level of development, and they're having their own um, skills challenged and grown, and accepting being accepting of that, um, but also seeing the leadership role as really just um, pushing people to make those improvements little step by little step, and never really just accepting the status quo, but actually pushing for more. If you look at the world around us, does anybody stand out to you who is an outstanding leader? Interestingly, when people talk to me about leadership, I always remember one of my first bosses. I think I was probably 15, 16 and working in a retail store. And I remember my, my boss there, Ray. He was a fantastic boss. He was very supportive. He was always happy to come down and help you on the front line or on the till. You know, he stayed and helped us fill the shelves on Christmas, the day before Christmas Eve, where we had to fill the shelves for the Christmas Eve big shop. Yeah. And he delegated and he noticed what we did well. And he he told us what we did well. And he gave us ridiculous responsibilities that you wouldn't maybe normally give out to everybody. But uh, he built a really great team. And I remember him, I guess that because I always think of him because that for me was an upfront and personal experience of leadership, which is quite different than seeing a leader at a distance. What about a figure that we would all know? Well, not to be controversial, but uh, someone who I think is a great leader uh, is Richie McCaw, captain of the All Blacks, which I'm sure to all Australians will be highly controversial. But he has a he has long term hard work and commitment to uh, a purpose and a goal. Um, and he has done that over a, a, a huge number of years with with significant um, personal sacrifice, um, and has you know carried the weight of a nation on his shoulders, you know the hopes of a whole nation, and done it with grace and humility, uh, and significant. Yeah, I really do think his self discipline is astounding. Yeah. And last question: Do you think that Donald Trump would make a good leader for America? Oh, there's a controversial subject. <laughs> Honestly, no, not so much. Okay, why? Um, you shouldn't believe everything you read in the media, I suppose, but uh, I can understand why he is popular because I think that in the USA they are they are sort of tired of um, the way that politics has gone in the US. And I think they see him as being independent. And I think they're quite aware of the other two parties' involvement in um, big business and corporates. 
Um, and so I, I can understand why he is popular um, from that perspective. But I don't think he has the understanding of the much wider international and political processes just because he's never been involved in them. So I, you know, I just think that there's a whole area where he just doesn't have the knowledge to pull off a role like that. So is he a good showman? Absolutely. Is that what they need as a leader? I'm not sure. That's Claire, Operations Manager for Solvos Counselling and Other Specialist Services. And if you would like to touch base with her, you can email her from our website, salvos.com.au forward slash radio.